Hey there, welcome to the Next Level Nutrition Biz Podcast. I'm Stephanie Long and I'm a business coach for nutritionists. After struggling with how to start my own nutrition business, I finally figured out how to launch my business and sign clients without the overwhelm. And now it's my mission to share this with you too. This is why I created my online course, Launch Your Nutrition Biz, to teach you the exact steps you need to take to start your nutrition business and sign your first paying clients. In this podcast, we'll talk about how to start and grow your nutrition business, sign new clients, come up with an easy to follow marketing plan and make money doing what you love. Let's get started. So I actually just jumped off recording another podcast episode, which will be coming out soon. It was a day in the life of a nutritionist episode with one of my past clients. And as we were wrapping up and um, we stopped recording, we actually started chatting about um, this client potentially starting her own podcast in the future. And I said to her, I should really record my own episode about, you know, what I would do differently if I was starting my podcast again. So anyways, her and I got to chatting and I said to her, you know, here are the things I would recommend doing if you're starting a podcast. So I just decided that this week we are going to have a quick and actionable chat when it comes to starting a podcast, starting a blog, starting a YouTube channel, whatever it is my recommendations on how to actually make the most impact with one of those channels that you're using to promote your business. Now, if I was to start my podcast again, here's what I would do differently. For some context, I started my podcast, I believe back in 2019. So it's been almost five years now that I've had my podcast. We have over 200 episodes and I have to say that the biggest blessing is that I just started it. I just said, you know what? I'm going to record my first episode and I'm going to get going. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm just going to, you know, try my absolute best. So that was number one. And I would still do that today. Jump into something, um, you know, with the confidence of I will just figure it out as I go. But I do wish I was more strategic early on about how I was actually going to um, promote my podcast, what I was going to name my podcast, the type of episodes I was going to have. So I want to share that with you now. So the first thing is naming the podcast. I chose Next Level Nutrition Biz because I thought it illustrated, you know, getting to that next level in your business. Um, You know, it could mean anything to anyone, no matter where they're at, whatever that next level is that they want to get to. And I used the word biz instead of business to be short formed. Now, what I didn't know is that people aren't really searching on Google or searching on the podcast app for something called next level nutrition biz. They're probably not using the word biz. They're probably using the word business. Maybe they're just writing nutrition business or maybe they're searching for nutrition business podcast. Now, looking back, I wish that I had named it something that was more searchable. So I wish that I had actually thought through what are people searching for when it comes to a nutrition business podcast and can I name it something like that. So looking back, maybe I would have named the podcast Nutrition Business Podcast. Although it's not the most exciting name, I know that it's being searched. I know people are going to find it. I know that it's clear and I know that I'm attracting the right client because the title is so specific. So if you're thinking about having a podcast or even naming your nutrition program or offer, think about how easy is that for someone to one, understand, are you using words and language that are clear, that are concise? 
piece? And is it something somebody's searching for? Is it a name that is actually telling that person what this thing is about? So that's the number one thing I wish I did. I wish I named the podcast differently. And so when I was telling my client this, she asked me, well, why don't you change the name of the podcast now? And although that's an option and might be something I'll do in the future. So, you know, heads up, I might change a podcast name down the road, but because I have five years of podcast episodes, um, called Next Level Nutrition Biz Podcast. I have a lot of online data and information that would need to be transferred to a new podcast name. So even if you pick something and you're not happy with it, you can still change it later down the road. But I wish that I was a little bit more thoughtful early on about you know what I should name it because that's what people are searching for. And so if that's any advice I can give to you if you're early on and you haven't named your program or your podcast, it's to be intentional with everything you do. And again, you don't know what you don't know. So early on, you didn't even know that that was something that was important. I know I didn't, um, but once we know, we can take better action. So that's what I would do moving forward. If I was, let's say, gonna start another podcast, I would be really, really clear about the name I was choosing. Uh, the second thing is being really careful and clear about the topics that I was having on the podcast. So actually choosing topics that again, people are searching for, people are looking for answers to. I would use a tool like Ubersuggest, which is an SEO, so search engine optimization tool to actually search and see what are people writing on Google saying, you know, I want to learn about XYZ for my nutrition business. And so a tool like Uber suggests will actually show me what are people searching and what do they need answers for? And I'm going to create content that gives them those answers. So instead of just creating content that I want to create, I'm going to create based on what people actually need help with, which is going to help them to find that solution to their problem, potentially download my freebie, you know, join my email list, and then hopefully join my course, launch your nutrition biz or work with me in a different capacity. So again, just using your content as a funnel to bring people in um, and really give them solutions to their problems. So that's something I'm trying to be more intentional about moving forward. Now that I'm creating podcast episodes again, every week, I can think about what are the topics people really need help with, really need support with, and start to create from there. And not always am I doing this. For example, I didn't do any SEO research to see if someone wanted to learn about what to do differently um, if they were launching a podcast, uh, but I wanted to talk about this. So business can be a balance a strategy of, you know, what is the best thing to create for your audience. It can be a bit about you infusing your personality and sharing what you want to share. It can be about storytelling. It can be about bringing past clients on. So there can be a variety of information because people learn in different ways. Uh, but the keystone here is to create content and to use the time that you're taking to create content to make the biggest impact. So choosing topics that are going to have a long shelf life that people love, that people need again to hear and that are searching for solutions to. This is going to give you the biggest bang for your buck. So that's something I wish I focused on early. Um, and now that I know this, I'm implementing moving forward in my podcast. The last thing that I would possibly do differently early on is having more strategic guests on my podcast. So having guests on that had a larger audience than mine or had 
a bunch of ideal clients of mine in their audience. So when they came on my podcast and shared about the podcast, now their audience knows about me and will come and join my audience and maybe hit the follow button and follow my podcast. So being more strategic with this. So having a good combination of me speaking on the podcast, having my past clients and students come on the podcast to speak, to create connection, and then having really strategic experts come on um, that are in similar niches to me or in the similar industry that can now share the podcast episode they they came onto mine for and I can in turn grow my audience. So I did do that um, throughout the years as I learned that having these strategic partnerships or collaborations were important. But early on, I would have thought about, okay, who can I have on the podcast that would really make a big impact and that would serve my community? And even if you feel like your podcast is small early on, you can still um, reach out to these people. Even if you think they're, you know, bigger names in the industry, there's no harm in asking for these people to come to be guests. And this can be applied to asking someone to collaborate on an Instagram live, asking someone to do a guest post on your blog, whatever it is, remembering that um, you just have to ask for these opportunities. And a lot of the time people want to collaborate with others in the industry. So uh, this is something I will continue to focus on within my podcast and bringing more strategic guests on, not only to support all of you with really high quality information, but also to help my own podcast grow and um, give me the ability to continue to get on the mic every single week uh, because the podcast is profitable. It's bringing new people into my audience every single day, every single week, every single month. The other thing I would do, you know, bonus as a last point here is that I would a hundred percent, um, transcribe my podcast into blog posts. So when I actually put my podcast on my blog, I don't do a whole transcript or I haven't in the past. And so I just put show notes and the show notes are only a couple hundred words. And what I find is that because they're so short, um, they're not ranking on Google. So even if I have a really good topic, um, people aren't finding it through Google or through the search engines because the, uh, you know, post is so short. Google likes posts that are, you know, I'd say on a minimum a thousand words, but I'd say about 1500 words plus uh, because it shows that there's a lot of bulk in your post and a lot of value there for the reader. So a lot of my podcast, you know, quote unquote blog posts are not going far because they're not long enough. So moving forward in the future and what I might do with some past episodes is actually go in transcribe those audio files, um, get the transcript and make it into a blog post. And this is the way you're going to have the most value out of this one piece of content you're creating. Cause now it's not only a podcast people can search for and listen to, it's now living on your blog. People can find it through Google and you have this really great ecosystem running for your business. So those are all the things I would recommend. Um, really thinking clearly about your podcast name or your offer name, really thinking clearly about the topics that you wanted to present, having strategic you know, partnerships or collaborations with guests, and then uh, being really intentional about spreading this information. So having it on a blog or, you know, having it in multiple places so that it's creating this ecosystem in your business. So you're working smarter, not harder.
So I hope that this was helpful for you. If you're thinking of starting a podcast, I, you know, definitely take all the lessons in this podcast episode to apply to your own. Um, if you're not thinking of starting a podcast, this can definitely still apply to you if you're thinking of blogging, getting on YouTube, doing workshops, collaborating with others, just be more intentional and really think through you know, the process of coming up with a topic and presenting it to your audience. And if this is something they would be interested in learning about, this is a lesson we can take across the board in our business. So thanks so much for coming and listening. I'll be back next week with a new episode. And if you're looking for support with starting your nutrition business, please check out my online course, Launch Your Nutrition Biz. You can go to launchyournutritionbiz.com to learn more. If you're thinking of growing your business and need more coaching support, you can go to nutritionbusinessclub.com to learn more about my membership. And otherwise, you can follow me on Instagram, stephanielong.ca. I'll be over there. Happy to answer any of your questions in a DM um, if you want to reach out and even brainstorm ideas for your own podcast. I would love to hear them. So thanks again so much for listening, and I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening in. If you love this episode, be sure to leave us a review, share this episode with a friend, or take us on social media. Talk to you soon.